to the Materials Handling Middle East 2021 podcast series, where we keep you in tune and up to date on the latest trends and insights into the regional supply chain and logistics sectors. Our episode today will address the rapid pace of change that the warehousing sector is undergoing with a particular focus on next-gen tech being adopted to accelerate performance in storage facilities across the GCC. And to that end, our special guest is Navin. Today is Navin Narayan, the founder and CEO of ACME, one of the Middle East's leading providers of industrial and intra-logistics automation components and solutions. Navin, thank you for being on the show today. Thank you very much for having me over. It's been a very, um, obviously, needless to say, it's been a very interesting year um, across all industries. Um, I guess in the warehousing sector and, and the MENA region, I mean, how have you seen, how have the updates, how has the, the industry progressed in the last year, particularly with regards to COVID and, and what's been going on in the last sort of year? Um, well, I guess uh, traditionally what happened was that the global supply chain was kind of running always invisibly in the back end, uh, like a well-oiled machine, and nobody really noticed notice the supply chain industry as such but ever since uh, the covid and the kind of restrictions and the way things changed and how supply chains got disrupted globally uh, suddenly people woke up and started realizing that wait a second there is something like the supply chain industry that is actually moving moving the world and businesses have started kind of rejigging their processes and uh, setting up new policies setting up new you know ca capital investments to kind of cater to the renewed requirements and and trying to optimize and trying to bring in the latest technologies because uh, what we, what people have seen is that you can't go with a traditional approach anymore because the customers are a lot more demanding and uh, yeah. and costs costs are going up through the roof and people have to change that sure and i mean i, I guess pre 2020 pre covid and um, we were talking about trends that are shaping uh, warehousing, things such as omni-channel warehousing, um, automation, AI. These are obviously trends that were already impacting the warehousing sector in the Middle East. To what extent has COVID-19 accelerated, or I guess it has accelerated, or has it decelerated? How has COVID impacted these sort of trends? Uh, what we had seen previously was that uh, even though people were talking about the omnichannel experience and stuff like that, uh, they were actually more focused on on the front end of front end part of it, and they were preparing the front end part of the omnichannel experience. Uh, after the after the whole COVID pandemic and how uh, how the how the industry changed and with the kind of uh, large offtake of customers who got into purchasing online and they started shunning going to the brick and mortar stores. Uh, businesses have had to invest a lot to kind of cater to this omnichannel warehouse experience there's been a lot of investments to improve order picking efficiency accuracy and also to kind of reduce the manpower that, that they have had to do to cater to the whole omnichannel experience right now mm -hmm. and and on top of that there's a lot of investment in ai also because they have to try to improve on the kind of inventory management they also have yeah and and have you seen a conservative shift toward more warehousing automation Absolutely. or or our clients because obviously you know here in the middle east manual labor is still quite cheap when you're talking about intra logistics um but our companies our 3pls are our clients willing to invest that capital extra capital into automation now or are they sort of being a little bit cautious based on their their cash flow um to be honest actually it's a misconception that the manual cost manual labor cost is actually low in this market uh, if you were to look at it from a very short-term perspective of uh, one or two years, yes, manual costs are lower. Uh, 
but uh, if you were to have a kind of a long term vision on the whole thing and with with the rising uh, manpower costs in the region it's not really cheaper uh, uh, and that that's what businesses were always kind of shy on investing on automation when it came to the supply chain side of it but yeah. of late what they've understood is that uh, they have to reduce inventory holding they have to get operational efficiencies they have to uh, cut down on the sprawling warehouses that they've been doing for decades and that's where now businesses are now kind of investing more on warehouse automation and uh, and ai and, and uh, the latest technologies because it's not it's not the initial capex anymore it's about yeah. the you know overall operational expenses that come into play that people are looking at right now and what are these new trends what are these new technologies that are that are coming into warehousing now um we are, we are seeing investments happening in uh, in kind of some, some in some cases like soft automations like pick by voice pick by light solutions and then when it comes to hard automation like you're seeing uh, stacker cranes mini loads uh, sortation systems um, agvs and what we call goods to persons solutions mm. and um, also nowadays the latest technology that people are going for and this is really caught up in the grocery industry and uh, in pharma industry and stuff like that, is what what we call as micro fulfillment centers okay and and i i guess this is the way forward right now yeah 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 absolutely um e-commerce of course has been a key driver especially in the last year of of the of the warehousing uh, middle east warehousing market um obviously more consumers are turning to 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 online websites for their shopping whether it be for food or beverages or furniture or whatever clothes um to purchase all their goods are going they're going online now e-commerce is driving the market how has this impacted acme as one of the region's leading suppliers of automated solutions and warehousing in fact uh, if, you, uh, if you think of it for acme for 2021 uh, in fact most of the largest orders that we've received are from e-commerce companies or brick and mortar companies that are kind of migrating into the e-commerce section and uh, trying to ramp up their available capabilities in that side uh, what we've seen is uh, businesses are now trying to invest in uh, picking solutions order picking solutions uh, pick by voice solutions then sortation systems for groceries and supermarket chains uh, as well as now uh, this what I, what I was speaking to you earlier about uh, this micro fulfillment centers that uh, companies require uh, to be able to cater to the demands of the customer because uh, customers are not ready to wait any longer they once they order an item they expect that they receive the product within say 30 minutes it's no longer okay. a one day two day deliveries concept yeah very convenient isn't it um what yeah. about the industrial sector because the uae government recently announced operation 300 billion which was to support some 13,500 smes to start up businesses whether it be manufacturing mainly in the industrial sector the productive industrial sector um to boost the economy um obviously there there's for this industrial sector we require um a level of intralogistics and warehousing um is that sort of a sector that you see you envisage some sort of growth for for acme in the future especially when it comes um, to automated solutions for for, man for manufacturing for example absolutely actually in fact uh, if you were to look at the at, at acme historically we've had 30 to 40% of our business when it comes to warehouse automation actually catering to the manufacturing industry itself and um, with this kind of uh, push by the government that uh, is going in the direction of actually developing the industrial sector we only see that this market is going to grow uh, e-commerce is always going to be there but uh, the primary customer focus will always be the manufacturing sector in sure. particular because of the fact that uh, they're open to warehouse automation they're open to uh, having machines in their in their facility because that's their background 
it's quite different from a retailer or somebody who doesn't who's not used to having automation or anything moving within their facility whereas yeah. for a manufacturing facility they understand the effect of efficiency that comes when you automate and so they are customer number one what are the other trends that 3pls manufacturers warehouse operators owners what should they be aware of particularly in the next sort of two to three years as we i guess as we start to exit you know as we enter a post-pandemic world um what are the trends that we should be looking out for uh, our listeners um exhibitors and visitors to materials handling middle east uh, some of the trends that we at acme have seen are so like again like i said uh, a lot of a uh, lot of investment in uh, peace speaking solutions uh, this can be from software automation solutions like voice picking vision picking uh, then it goes into the hard automation type of solutions where there are many loads shuttles uh, vertical carousels and 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 the primary focus has been to solutions which are like goods to person automation uh, mm -hmm. this is to kind of help reduce the manpower requirement within the shop floor and mm -hmm. at the same time you know, drive efficiency and uh, increase output uh, mm -hmm. then there is obviously sortation technologies because as more and more customers get into e-commerce uh, the volumes are going to go higher and uh, the traditional uh, order line picking that uh, businesses do won't work and that's when they have to go in for batch picking solutions as well as ai mm -hmm. and um, and look at a better forecasting for for inventory control mm -hmm. i guess this this is the primary drivers and obviously uh, there's a there's a new push to agvs and uh, this is something that we are seeing slowly picking up we are having a lot of inquiries in the last couple of uh, months with regard to agvs Mm. What about Industry 4? Industry 4.0 technologies. Um, I guess uh, going back to AI and, and, and automation, obviously, industry, that's, that's what Industry 4.0 is at the end of the day. Um, yeah. That, especially the next three to five years, that must be gaining real traction in the Middle East. Uh, absolutely. What, what has always been the case was that we've always had automated guided vehicles. We've always had the kind of some kind of picking robots. We've had RFID technologies. We have had uh, machine to machine communication happening using nowadays with 5G, but uh, they were they were never kind of integrated together. And with mm -hmm. Industry 4.0, this kind of uh, seamless integration is going to happen. And uh, that's when that's when the real effect of having this data in hand comes into play. And mm -hmm. I, and at, at our facility here in uh, here at Acme in Jabal Ali, uh, we've been investing quite a bit in uh, research and development uh, to come up with the newer concepts, newer solutions that cater to this regional market. Yeah, and of course Acme, you have a lot of partner brands in your in your portfolio. Most recently, I believe Cardex Ramstar um, joins joins your your portfolio of um, of brands. And what other sort of updates yeah. um, partners are you working with? Um, any any sort of new updates on that side of things? Um, we've got uh, quite a few new partnerships that uh, we plan to, in fact, uh, launch during the show. Actually, some of them are going to be quite a uh, quite a pleasant surprise to many of our existing customers and and potential uh, potential clients in the region. Uh, we've been uh, quite successful with uh, the Cardex Remstar solution. Uh, we've also yeah. partnered with the component suppliers like Lloydsafe for sensor technologies. Yeah. Uh, we've got some other rather interesting new technology that is going to be coming into the into the market and we would be quite happy to showcase these new technologies during the show and this is something that we're looking forward to actually exactly and, and and what about augmented reality is that something you see sort of picking up in the future as well and in, in the warehouse um, logistics space it's eventually going to be there there was there was quite a few companies that have actually kind of ventured into augmented reality and um, 
and and tested it especially with the google glass concept and stuff like that yeah. but um, it it did not pick up previously because the technology was not up at at par at that point of time but things sure. have changed and uh, i'm sure that in the next couple of years we will see a lot of uh, you know investment going into that direction and a uh, lot of efficiency driven from uh, uh, augmented reality how competitive, how competitive is the warehousing automation space at the moment there must be a lot of i guess a lot of startups as well entering the space um sort of giving absolutely them their money absolutely there's a lot of startups in in, in uh, especially when it comes to the what you, the software driven automation technology side of it um mm. it's, there's been quite some uh, new entrants coming into the market uh, it's quite the same with the automated guided vehicles uh, mm. with the natural navigation and uh, different different concepts there's been a lot of uh, in, uh, new players coming in with the in the cobot industry okay. uh, that's something else that uh, that seems to be the the next part of uh, the next few years is going to be kind of focused on those kind of solutions actually and a lot of these uh, new entrants are going to play the game and do you think we're going to see some middle east based or they even closer to home uae based startups kind of venturing into this space i mean obviously we'll we kind of want to be an incubator of new ideas and new, new technologies. It's, it's always been the sort of vision of the government here. Uh, is, that, is that a possibility, do you think? Uh, I'm sure. In fact, Acme is one of them, actually, if you think of it. Uh, we are Dubai-based, yeah. and uh, we've actually Absolutely, kind of yeah. focusing on, on uh, warehouse automation. We've uh, realized that there is a rather large market over here, which is kind of underserved because of the fact that the bigger players are still busy in their home markets. And this is kind of uh, driven uh, local talent to actually start developing solutions for this market and mm. uh, catering to this place. And there's been quite quite some investment uh, coming in with regard to uh, new operators, uh, new businesses coming up with new technology for this market. Mm. Just moving on to materials handling Middle East, of course, happening later on this year, um, November at the World Expo site too, which is quite exciting. But um, Acme has been a regular exhibitor at the show uh, for as long as I can remember. Um, I guess Materials Handling Middle East was lucky in the fact that it's a biennial show. So it's kind of, it's sort of, you could say it kind of skipped the COVID. I mean, it's going to, it last happened in 2019. It's going to be back obviously this year, um, perhaps with very little disruption. Um, but how much are you looking forward to kind of connecting with people again, um, connecting with your peers, with the industry, knowledge sharing, and of course doing business and just seeing people on the show floor again? Um, are you excited? Um, absolutely. Uh, the exhibition is quite well timed actually, considering the fact that it's at quite, uh, quite the end of the year, closer to the time when the expo show is running. Mm, and yeah. the fact that uh, by then, I'm optimistic that the pandemic would have at least uh, simmered down and. Mm. Maybe things have not gone back to 100% normal, but still uh, far ahead of where we are right now. Mm. And 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 for this for the, for the material handling industry vertical, uh, there's not really been much of a face-to-face -face show anywhere else globally. And this could be one of the first few that is actually happening face-to-face. -face. Uh, yeah. The last year's uh, shows in Germany and stuff were cancelled. Mm. So I'm pretty sure that uh, there's going to be uh, quite a uh, quite a turnout for this time show, and a lot of people bringing in new technologies. We ourselves at Acme, we are planning to showcase some new technologies, new partnerships during the show, and uh, definitely looking forward to meeting people face to face. And like I said, ever since uh, the pandemic, the supply chain industry has kind of uh, come to the fore and uh, people have noticed it and businesses, business owners have started investing. And so I guess there, there would be a lot of great, interesting visitors for the show. 
lot to look forward to, certainly, Navin. Um, thank you very much. We do look forward to seeing ECMI at Materials Handling Middle East later this year with all your new technologies on show. It's going to be very exciting, and I'm sure we're going to hear a little bit more about that closer to the show um, when you can reveal more. Um, but for now, it's been a great discussion. Um, pleasure having you with us, and um, we will we will see, see you very soon. So pleasure, pleasure, pleasure being on the show. Thank you very much, Garrett. So there you go. Have, thank you for listening in. Yeah. And um, of course, if you'd like to subscribe to our Materials Handling podcast series, of course, you can follow us on Spotify or Breaker or go to our website, materialshandlingme.com. We're, of course, present on all the four social media platforms, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn at Materials Handling ME. So do follow us, do stay tuned. We've got a big program of podcasts coming up, interesting topics, and they build up to materials handling Middle East. Until then, stay safe. See you all soon.